Okay, hello and welcome to episode three of the Narrow Gate podcast. This is your host Orla again. I'm delighted to be back with you. Um, last week I said I would have a guest with me this week and she is here with us now. Um, her name is Mary Obukurki. Obukuri. And Mary is from Nigeria. I told you before in the last podcast that Mary and I met at a church here in in Lisbon, Portugal. So we are both um, new in the country here. I am here one year and Mary is here now almost three years. So um, I just introduce you a little bit to Mary and then we will uh, say hello to Mary then, okay? So um, Mary is from Nigeria, as I said. She is from the southeast of Nigeria, a place called the state of Abia. And she's a Christian quite a long time, like myself. So we have a lot in common because of our journey with Christ. Um, Mary is now three years in Portugal, but before that she lived in Nigeria from all of her life. So this has been quite an experience in her life to live abroad, and she's settling in very well, from, from my opinion anyway. Um, her past experiences, she was a secretary for many, many years in a school uh, in Nigeria, and that school was attached to her local church, and she will explain more of that to you. And she was also a youth pastor for eight years. So, um, and, um, and I see her in this church. She's actually very good with the young people. So um, I'll just hand you over to Mary now so she can uh, introduce herself a little bit further. So hi, Mary, and welcome to the podcast. Hello, Ella. Thank you very much for inviting me. Okay, it's really good to have you here. And um, I'm very excited to spend this time with you but this time it's online because um, we spend time together every Saturday and every Sunday so uh, it's a blessing to know you Mary so uh, can you is there anything you'd like to add about yourself around where you're from or so the guests and listeners will know no there's nothing to add I'm just from Nigeria like you said from other states mm-hmm. then I've lived in Nigeria all my life you know working in a ministry that had a school. And then here in Portugal. This okay. month will be my third year in Portugal. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, well, it's a great worry. experience. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll ask you more about that in the interview anyway. So thanks, uh, Mary. It's really good to have you here. So um, I know you saw my first and listened to my first two podcasts yourself, but I will just recap for the listeners. So in the first two episodes, I was talking about salvation, what it means to be saved, and talking about the new life as a Christian and what's it like to walk as a Christian, a new believer, or even a believer for a long time. Um, So I will just go through that with you. So just for our listeners, and I'd like them to hear from another Christian because, uh, you know, the more people they hear who are walking with God, maybe they get a better insight. So... Why do you think we need to be saved, Mary? What does the gospel tell us about salvation? Yeah, according to the gospel, the Bible says, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So that is why we need to be saved, mm. so that we see the kingdom of God. Amen, yeah, very yeah. good. Yeah. And um, who said that? Why do we have to be born again? And what is the kingdom of God? I mean, for a non-believer, does that mean anything? What Could you explain that more simply for non-believers? 
Yeah, it was Jesus that said that uh, when he was uh, teaching, a man came to him, uh, Nicodemus by name, and asked him, you know, how can a man be saved? And he said, a man must be born again for you to be saved. Then the man said, can you go back to your mother's womb and be born again? He said, no, must be born again by the water and by the spirit. So when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, mm -hmm. that means you were born again. Amen. Yeah, very good. That's uh, I. That is the same as I was saying uh, in the last couple of episodes, and you can see that in John three three. If you just read John, the whole of Gospel John, you will find that scripture. Thanks, Mary. And another scripture I was looking at. I will read it out again for everyone to hear. Uh, it was uh, from two Corinthians five seventeen. So the Gospel tells us that we are when we're born again, we become a new creation and the scripture is says anyone who belongs to christ is a new person the old life is gone and a new life has begun so uh, from a practical point of view how have you experienced a new life since you became born again actually uh, if you go to verse 15 of this second uh, corinthians 5 mm -hmm. he says he dies for everyone so that those those who receive his new life will no longer live for themselves. Very good. Instead, they will live for Christ who died and was raised for them. So the new life beginning is like your old self is dead mm -hmm. and now you're living for Christ. You are following Christ, living example, Christ's life example. Mm -hmm. Like maybe you are, I want to give an example. Yes, please. In case you are like living in adultery before mm -hmm. uh being an man robber before, mm -hmm. uh, lying, there are a lot of sins in the world, hatred, you know, violence, and then you now get born again. So now you throw away those old lives, you will no longer live those lives, you will now live the life that Christ is teaching us to live, which is being honest, you know, you do not steal anymore, you will not live in sin anymore, you will try to do what pleases God, and no longer yourself, you will not, everything you do, is God directing you? No longer you're living your life. You, Christ will be leading you in the way you should go. Wow, it, sounds, it actually sounds exciting for me. But of course, I'm born again, so I am excited about it. But I hope that it would feel exciting for somebody who wasn't following God. Because who really wants to live a selfish life? I mean, who? why do we... Why is it that people... I, I don't... I'm just saying it for the listeners. Like, think about it. Why would you want to lie and steal and cheat and be dishonest and live in uh, adultery? Or um, uh, There's no peace in that life. There's no harmony. There's no joy. There's nothing in it. So uh, I'm just confirming that I agree with what Mary is saying. And it is the scripture and it is the word of God. So, um, and it's true. Uh, we, we have been changed. And actually, this is my next question for Mary because uh, I don't want to talk about me in this uh, podcast. So how could you say, how has your life changed, Mary, um, just generally since you have come to know God? What What's more, most significant changes in your life? Actually, my life changed the moment I started my relationship with Jesus. You know, sometimes it's not all about I'm, I'm born again, but you try to build your relationship with Jesus. That's when your life starts to change. You know, like before I don't have this kind of peace, 
in my life mm -hmm. before I like so anxious, so and like anxiety. Mm -hmm. A little thing will just make me shivery. But since I, I, I started in Christ Jesus, mm -hmm. I no longer move by the things I'm seeing or by what people are doing or by what the world is doing because I, I know that there is someone there taking care of me. Mm -hmm. you, you know? So my life changed automatically like it's like when you're passing through a situation, before when, when something happened to you, you'll be so sad, you'll be so, you know, but our Bible says all things work together for those that love God, for those that yes. are called according to his purpose. Yeah. So since I find out that he loves me like that, mm -hmm. I no longer, like, I have peace. Yeah. What I do is go to him. Yes. And then when I pray about it, I relax. Okay, great. So those yeah. are changed. Yeah. yeah, and I can see it in you. And um, uh uh, you listeners can probably hear it in her voice, but I can testify that Mary's a very peaceful person and she's very nice to be around. She's not, uh, she's good company for me because she's not anxious all the time. And, um, you know, people are anxious who don't have a God. How, what are you supposed to do with your anxiety if you've nowhere to take it? Like we know in the world that people are taking it. Where do they take it to? Medication, alcohol, running around, living wild lives, uh, you know. Um, addictive, addicted lives. So, um, so Mary has uh, said what I would I would agree with also um, is that we don't we do get anxious sometimes, but we go to it and to God in prayer, and that's what the blessing is. That um, uh, you wouldn't say that that we don't have problems, Mary, would you? Do we have problems when we are born again? No, actually, uh, or yes. do they all go away? All our problems disappear? No, God never promised us that there will be no problems, but He promised us that He will always be with us. Say, so mm -hmm. when you go through the waters, I'm there. When you go through the fire, I'm there with you. He's always with us. The only thing is for us to recognize that God is always there with us. You know, mm -hmm. seeing us through those problems. He never promised because the world is full of troubles. So for you mm -hmm. to be in the world, you must encounter one problem or another. But the attitude you, 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 you use when you have those problems, that's what matters. Yeah. Like many people are committing suicide in the world today. Yes. Many yes. people are killing themselves. A lot of things are happening. Yes. But if you're really, really in Christ, there's a difference between somebody in Christ and somebody that's not in Christ. You see them, they have the same challenges. The person that is in Christ will be different. And the person that's not in Christ, you will see the way they will handle the situation. Absolutely. So that is the only difference between us and them. If mm -hmm. you're in Christ mm -hmm. and you are like, there was a time I was having financial challenges. Yes, yes. But instead of me, a lot of people were telling me this and that, but I trusted God. Mm -hmm. I said, God, you are my provider. You are Jehovah Rapha. Mm -hmm. You are Jehovah Jari, my provider. That's what your Bible says. You say you shall mm -hmm. supply all my needs according to your riches in glory. I was like, I trusted God in that time. And then he saw me through. He like, even the way he, he, he did it uh, till today, he still marvels me. Because he raised people from everywhere, you know? Mm -hmm. He raised people from everywhere. People were paying my rent, people were feeding me, people were doing a lot okay, of things. Okay, so when you months. came to Portugal first, you were struggling financially. Yes, I was struggling. You were, you were struggling. And, yeah. Uh, uh, so, so, you, so she didn't have to... Uh, uh, 
She didn't have to go and beg for money. She prayed. This, that's what you did. And yes. you prayed. She, I know because she told me that. So she, you prayed and God started to provide through different ways and different yeah. people are blessing you and helping you. And we also see this in the church. When you go to a good church, uh, it's not that people go around uh, like feeling uh, manipulated to give money. It's not like that. It's just that sometimes people who have a little bit of money uh, might notice somebody who's in need and then they give from a heart from from a good heart so um, and they are the kind of people that approached you and helped you in that circumstance yes yeah and a lot of them like the people that came to me like the, the one that was paying my rent she paid my rent for seven months she told me that god spoke to her that god told her pay her rent for six months mm. because she already gave me one month before that and then she said, God told her to pay her rent for six months. No, why God was using mm -hmm. them to pay my rent. He was preparing me for something good. Mm -hmm. No, why I was still praying about it and said, God, what am I going to do? I don't speak the language. I don't do that. Mm -hmm. Then God now spoke to me to be humble and do whatever he asked me to do. Mm -hmm. And I followed him and today I'm happy. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy following yeah. him, yeah. So thanks, Mary. Thanks for explaining that. And this is true. And I've heard it with other people's testimonies as well. Uh, so if we trust God, he will provide. And so that only goes to say that uh, people who are not with God, they don't trust God. Yeah. So when they run into financial difficulty, they steal or they rob or they do something deceitful. But when you follow God, you don't have to do that. You don't have to lower yourself because God will provide. And so this is part of the faith, isn't yeah, it? Having faith. It is. And I can tell you now, Mary is living in a lovely place and she's doing very well. <laughs> she's she's moving forward in her life. We're not saying everything is perfect. My yeah, life is not perfect. Yeah. But we, uh, I see her at church and she's always at church. She's always smiling. And she also has challenges every week like everybody else. Yeah. So thanks, Mary, for sharing that. Yeah. And also, so you've talked a little about your challenges and... Um, uh, what is the greatest joy for you about following God? What is your joy? My greatest joy is that he loves me a lot. Wow. His love is so great. Yeah. That is my greatest joy. And I can feel it every, every time. Because mm -hmm. whenever I call on him, he answers. Mm -hmm. To show that he loves me. He told me, mm -hmm. like, there was a time I was, like, being afraid. And he gave me a scripture. He said, fear not, I am with you. Mm -hmm. Do not be dismayed. I am your God. I will strengthen you, yes. I will help you. I will uphold you with my right hand of righteousness. That's in Isaiah 4110. I was like, wow, that means he lost me like this. And when I, I when he gave me such a scripture, my my faith grew. I had this kind of peace. Mm -hmm. And I knew that he lost me. Mm -hmm. So it gives me this joy. To know that What's that scripture again? Could you say it slowly there? Isaiah, Isaiah 4110. Ah, very good. What is it? Can you repeat it? The scripture? Yes, he said. Fear not, for I am with you. Oh, Do not be dismayed, I am your God. Beautiful. I will strengthen you, yeah, I will help you. I will uphold you with my right hand of righteousness. Amen, that's beautiful. Wow. So I'm going to put that scripture in the newsletter so anybody can read it. And I do, if you are a Christian, definitely meditate on that. That's beautiful. And uh, Mary looks like she's loved. I mean, I can see it in her face. So thanks, Mary. That's really um, good to hear. So I'm going to just come to closer to the end of the interview. So another thing I was talking about in the other two episodes was I have called the podcast a narrow gate. And um, 
I like to explain that to the listeners what that means. So it it comes from Matthew seven, and I just have quoted fourteen, verse fourteen here. Narrow is the gate that leads to life, and only few find it. Now that's not the whole verse, but I'm just going to ask because I know Mary knows the verse, and I have it in the newsletter anyway for everyone to read. So, what is the narrow gate, Mary? Um, that's in Matthew. What does Jesus mean by the narrow gate? Uh, in your, your your own words? Yeah. Um. According to uh, this, the Bible, um, this. Matthew 7, from 13 to 14, mm-hmm. Jesus was talking about this narrow gate. He said, you can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gates. Mm-hmm. The highway to hell is broad and his gate is wide for many who choose that way. But the gateway to life is very narrow and the road is difficult and only a few ever find it. Mm-hmm. Only a few, mm-hmm. not many, because mm-hmm. narrow, this narrow gate is very tiny. You know, the, 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 the way to the kingdom of God is very slim. Because the, the, what people call enjoyment, you may not find it. Because you're not allowed to live anyhow you like. Indeed, for you to go through this narrow gate, there are some things you, you need to do. Like Jesus commands us not to do a lot of things for you to go through this, this gate that he's talking about. You have to like, like forget about this life, worldly life. Because the Bible says we are in the world, we're not of the world. So this narrow gate is too tiny. It says only a few enter. But the gate to her is very broad. You will see people are after prosperity, money, white parties, a lot of things. Mm. For you to get to this heaven kingdom of God, you need to forget about these worldly things because they lead to hell according to him. But this slim narrow gate, you have to obey the commands of Christ for you to get there. It's not all about you. It's all about God. Yeah. Why do you think? uh, Why do you think so many people are going down the road to hell? I mean, they're choosing it. I mean, we don't talk about hell, but I this podcast does, yeah. And we talk about sin and we talk about hell. So get used to it. So why are people choosing the road to destruction, Mary? What's your opinion on that? And like, why don't they choose a nice, good, peaceful life with God? Like, why are they not choosing to follow God? They, f- they felt that the way to God is difficult because uh, according to God's word, mm. do not lie, do not fornicate, do not steal, do not, they don't, a lot of people don't like to be, they, they felt that it's caging them not to be free. Mm. People love enjoyment. They like to enjoy themselves. They mm. like to, you know, buy the whole world, mm. travel to the whole world. Do everything they want. Live on any kind of life they want. Yeah. But as a child of God, there are things you do. You have to tell God about it. You don't. Have, there are some some you want to do, and the Holy Spirit will say no. Mm-hmm. You don't do it. Mm-hmm. So because of that, people think that the the that gate is they are not free. Yes. But they don't know that we are the ones that are free, freer than everything in the world. But just that we don't live a, a bad life. We, this narrow gate is for good life mm. because what well, God, the plan of God for mm. us is for us to live life in abundance. Yes. You know, that yes. is his thought for us. He mm-hmm. said that you will prosper and be in health, mm-hmm. even as your soul prospers. Our soul is very, very important to God. Mm. But people love this one, they will enjoy this, uh, buy the whole things in the whole world, go to parties, go mm. everywhere they want to go. Mm. It's not that Christians we don't enjoy. Mm. 
We enjoy too, but in a good way. In a good way, yeah. Not, Morally not, good. Not all about money. Yeah, it's not lustful. It's not desiring yeah. in a lustful way. But the Bible way. says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and the every other thing shall be added unto you. First of all, seek God. Please God. And you will see all those things you're running after. They will come running after you. You don't have to go. Chasing those things. Those things will come chasing you. Mm. So just relax. I have this fellowship with God. Mm. Make sure you're doing what, the will of God. Mm. That is the most important. What is the will of God? What is the purpose of God for mm. your life? Mm. For you to go through that narrow gate, you need to follow the pattern of Christ. But if you don't want to follow, that means you're going towards the other way, which mm. is broad and to hell fire. Mm. That's what I think the problem is people don't want people don't believe in hell and they don't we, I mean I'm not going to go and talk about hell because uh, that's uh, that's another podcast and there isn't a whole lot in the Bible written about hell anyway but it's not a good place it's it's a place of torment and so I think uh, you know I'm talking to the listeners here I think the reason people are not uh, thinking about this now is that they don't believe in eternity they just think of today and they're not thinking about the consequences of their sin but there actually are consequences for sin and the bible is very clear about it so if you there is a judgment day and you can look at my newsletter i've written very clearly about the judgment day so people think there's no uh, there's no end to all this and there's nobody watching and we can do what we like and then what happens when we die and go into the ground it's not that simple. You don't go into the ground because your spirit has got to go somewhere. Your soul has to go somewhere. So um, people don't understand this. So we are. this is why we're sharing. We're sharing because it's very serious. And if you don't know any of this, uh, I would seriously consider reading the Bible for yourself. Mary and I are happy in the Lord and we're having a good life. But, you know, we want other people to be like that. So... Um, so sin is bondage, really, Mary, isn't it? It's bondage. Yeah, it's bondage, a very big one. Because when you are sinning, you don't have peace in your heart. There is no peace for a sinner. Because anything you do, they have consequences, you know? So, but when you are, do you know that there's something I notice When you're doing the right thing, you have peace and you have joy. Like, okay, let's, let's give this simple example. Assuming if you're, uh, you're angry with someone yeah. and you keep being angry with this person yeah. one day, two days, do you think you have peace? No. You can never have peace. But when, you, when you're not angry with anyone, when you have a free heart, you have this kind of peace and joy in you, you know. That's, that's, that's an example to that. Yeah, so, yeah exactly. It's yeah. about peace and joy. And the more I write and read about it, that it, 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 I find myself repeating those things because that is the life you have. And um, peace and joy are not just words. And remember that when you have peace, you don't want anything else. Isn't that right? Mary? Yeah. I have found peace in my life and I don't want anything else. If anyone comes in the way of my peace, yeah, I would be kind to them. But I don't hang around with them because they're just going to take me away from God. So if I can't bring someone into the light, which is what I would like to do, then they just have to leave me, you know, because light and darkness have nothing in common so uh you know if you see a christian so oh, she's not nice to me yeah because you're living in complete darkness and you're going to ruin that person's life so often we have to make choices and we have to cut people out of our life because they're drinking they're lying they're cheating and they think that's normal and a christian can't be around that it's not it's not healthy not unless we're actually 
helping them to come into the light basically yeah mary that's really really great i really enjoyed that and um it was very good what you shared um, i think it will really help the listeners yeah. and the more people who listen to the message of god the better it will be for everybody everybody because people suffer when people are not saved because if you have an alcoholic in your life for example well, you're going to suffer with that alcoholic in your life. It would be good if the alcoholic came to know God and gave up alcohol and started to change their life. That's just one example. But there's people with violence, domestic violence, all sorts of abuse. So we can't just pretend that these things are okay. God is not okay with these things. So anyone who thinks God is okay with that is wrong. So you must have a wrong image of God. God is loving and caring and isn't about that. So uh, I just have one more question, Mary, for you, just for anybody listening. What would you say to someone who, today maybe, what would you say to someone who wanted to start following Jesus Christ? Well, Jesus said, come to me, all ye the level, and I'll give you rest, you know, and I have you learned So the best place to be right now is in Christ Jesus. He will give you rest you need. All around rest. Rest in your finances, rest in your health, rest in your body. Everywhere you need rest, Jesus is there to give you help. Just come to him. This is where we have our peace, our joy. There is no Money cannot give you peace or joy. There are people you know that have a lot of money, still they don't have joy. They're not peaceful. Yeah. But it's only in Christ Jesus that you find the peace and the love and the joy you need. So come to Christ. is the best place to be. Amen. I have no more to say after that. I can't add anything to that. So thank you, Mary. That was fantastic. And high five. We're doing our high five here. <laughs> thank so you. So thank you, Mary. And um, uh, you are welcome to come another time on the show. And um, as I continue, I'm sure people would love to hear how Mary's progressing in Portugal. And I definitely would love to have you again. Okay, thank you, Mary. Thank you very Obrigada. much. Obrigada. Obrigada.